yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. And on today's show, good morning everybody, the sound of water being wasted. That's uh, what people want to hear. We've had so many requests. Dob us in. Uh, we are going to find out what show Richard Marsden has been left off. Oh, Richard Marsden, you mean the latest celebrity to snub Lindsay Lohan. Oh dear, yes. We're going to find out who wants Lindsay Lohan dead. Okay. That could possibly feature on Crime Watch. There's uh, been a lot of idiotic crime. Ed Cavalier's Broadway Beat, a brand new segment mm, on today's show. Look forward to the theme song for that bad boy. Uh, what about that? Uh, Chinese Democracy album. Oh, yes, The Guns N' Roses. Finally coming out this year. Good. We'll be asking, have you got your own Chinese Democracy on the boil? <laughs> Something you just can't get round to finishing. Dave Graney is going to be here in the second hour. It's all coming up on Get This. Health officials say the threat to the public is minimal. Who can it be now? It's men at work around the nation. Good morning, everybody. Mm. It's Get This on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin. Ed Cavalier's here. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Richard Marsland's pushing buttons. Oh, give him a round. Give yourself a round, Richard. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to sponsor us, Tone. A lot of our listeners do. Oh, really? What, like who? Uh, well, the Songy from Carnegie. Songy? <laughs> do I ask? Do I dare ask? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't give a bio. Okay. He just wants to hear his name at the front of our program. All right, Songy, you're on. And, of course, Anthony Galea. That's Galea, mm-hmm. not Kalia of Melton South. He'd like to be our sponsor. Well, he wants the sponsor to be Anthony Galea of Melton South and the Melton Bros MC. Can we do anything for them? <laughs> Hopefully. What do they do, the Melton Bros MC? No bio provided. Come on, guys. It's just the word please with 85 E's in it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Is that how you get it's a sponsor? It's E, so he... Never mind. We want a video uh, shop to be our sponsor. I know. How we long do. have we been pushing that blockbuster video? But they're all... But then, civic video? Right, but they're going to go out of business. Not for a few years yet. Not for a few years. Okay. And I reckon we can help people get back there. You reckon? It's the art gallery in your local shopping strip. (laughs) Think about it. That's true. That's what a video shop is. It's an art gallery. And we promote the back catalogue yeah. as well. That's the VHS titles yeah, that yeah. they're maybe wavering on whether yeah, we should just yeah. chuck them all in a dump master out the back. <laughs> Don't do it. We champion those titles. You know. Uh, we champ- I champion things, the shockumentary series that they've stopped. Shocking Bikers, Shocking Bikers 2, oh, yeah. Shocking Africa 1 and 2, Shocking Asia. We champion anything that's not going to come out on DVD. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the makers of Shocking San Francisco 3 aren't going to pay to get it transferred, but it's well worth finding out what the leather boot district is up to. Come on, Richard. You must have a VHS-only title at your place. Oh, absolutely. What hasn't made the, the cut? You know yeah. how like certain films haven't made the cut no. through to, to no. DVD? Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be... Oh, dog, I'm not sure. One Crazy Summer? I'm trying to think of some of the... Yeah, well, Surely well, no, it's been dab- DVD'd by now. The Savage Steve Holland double have, ma- have made it through. Yeah. The triple, what about uh, How I Got Into College? <laughs> uh, Bikini Shop. Okay. Oh, what a movie. Yeah, yeah, Bikini Shop hasn't made it through. Are you, sure, are you sure? I'm pretty positive. I oh, could be wrong. You know, Bikini Shop's like a... It's, that's like an art gallery. Mm. It's the last outpost <laughs> of the really high-waisted fluorescent <laughs> yellow bikini. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm what, sure. was, on, what was the premise of bikini shops? How did the, how did the two well, like bumbling duh. fools get in charge of the bikini shop? Yeah, much the way we got this show. All oh, right, I think. <laughs>
Uh, I think we, we've got to nerd issues too early. Oh, Let's sorry. get back to the real world. Uh, vicious water wowsers in oh, our suburbs. No. People, vigilante groups oh, no. with flaming torches <laughs> getting about the streets looking for water wasters. And, and how they going? Well, what's happening is, and there's a lot of this about, is some people are using grey water mm. and their lawns look all green. That's okay. The neighbours are thinking... Well, obviously, they're cheating. Oh. And they're being dobbed in. People are getting, like, graffiti on the front of their property. Look at this family here. Green lawns equals water cheat scum out the front scum. of their house. And all they've been doing was bucketing the lawn with grey water, with our own ugly Dave grey water. Dear, dear. Are you a water wowser, Richard Mars? I'm a water warrior, are as you? a matter of are fact. You? Did what? you see the, the news footage? Uh, um, a burst water main in the streets of uh, Sydney or Melbourne, one yes. of the two. Yeah. And people were out there with buckets and their rolly bins and filling them up. Of course they were. Yeah, it was insane. It was like a dollar dazzler discount people, sort of uh, arrangement. People were sort of rolling out in the bathtub. Yeah, you know, with getting out the claw with foot. soap in the, you know, the uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you think? In the, in the wheelie bin. Yeah, and they were filling up their wheelie bins oh, and watering sure. their lawns with that. But I've actually oh. made a call to the water police. Have you just? Yes. What have you done? It was at the end of a very, very long night, yeah. and I was walking home from a friend's house, and it was raining. It had been raining heavily for the, for the past two days. Wow. And someone had the sprinklers on full bore on their lawns, and I got home and I made the call. They didn't care at all. Because <laughs> it was yeah. raining? But you, it no, was 4 a.m. Yeah, and what it was did about you, that. And what did you actually say? It's a black. <laughs> Do you like the band Pavement? <laughs> Are you quoting from Glenn Milne's column? <laughs> she wasn't interested. But no, they didn't take any details. They really weren't that keen to follow up. Oh. I know you are a big Pavement band. We don't have time for this now. Okay. Pavement fan. Mm. Uh, because people are saying we loved it the other day mm. when you played The Rain. Oh, yeah. It sounded great in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nostalgic. Today we're going to play Blame It on the Rain by Millie Vanilli instead. <laughs> we just. Oh, that's too nostalgic. <laughs> That'll turn things around. Okay. So I thought we might have a live ad. Good idea. Because we've have we done a live ad on the show yet? Uh, for the purpose of this segment, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Let's have one now. Here we go. <clears throat> Attention nostalgia fans. Take a trip down memory lane with the new album from Marsland Recordings. <laughs> the Sounds of Yesteryear. Remember this one? Doesn't that sound good? Oh, it takes me back. What about this blast from the past? What is that? Something they used to have in the last century, apparently. Honestly, what is that? It's a sprinkler. See? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That's the single off the album, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, those were the days. There's leaving a tap running. Remember when you could do that? Oh, I used to leave it on for weeks. There's wasting water on an odd-numbered day. <laughs> <laughs> you kids, stop it! <laughs> you water cheat scum! <laughs> and who could forget the wistful, unnecessary colonic irrigation? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, the sounds of yesteryear from Marsland Recordings. <laughs> Why does the colonic have a bilge pump? 
I'm cutting back to three a day now. Mmm, <laughs> now that sounds Marsland. <laughs> oh, that's a sudden ending. Wow. To Avril Lavigne's Keep Holding On. We should Strength do that. Strength to strength. No, that's, yeah, that's a, <laughs> a computer. I don't want to blame anyone. It just makes uh, an editorial yeah. decision. It does. There's only so much Avril one system can take. <laughs> is that from that dragon movie? I think it is, from? yeah. It's from the swords and uh, warriors. for someone to ride dragons. Yeah. Aragorn. I know who will. That pretty young fellow from the country. Who? That dude in the movie. There's like, we need someone to ride a dragon. Oh, oh yeah, Quickly yeah. get the attractive farm boy. Every. Jeremy Irons, could you just say something British for a minute? <laughs> so very much. I certainly could. Yeah. Every five years somebody uh, has another crack at a digital dragon. They still haven't got it right yet. Uh, Everything stories by far the mm, best. Really? But they, they weren't Dragon-esque. digital. They, they were real, didn't yeah. they create oh, those yeah, out yeah, of papier-mâché? Yeah. Papier-mâché? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, like it was a, a special effects. Papier. Very highfalutin. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to talk about the highfalutin <laughs> end of show business, it's time for Ed Cavalier's Broadway Beat. Uh, sorry. That's, that's more water wastage. Let's have the proper did you go and, on, Did you go and record the struggling noises? No, they're all off CD. It does sound like me. It's off the Sound Ideas collection if you're following it at home. Let's get up Broadway Beat. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Matty. Okay, uh, no beautiful. time for the segment. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, you actually were on Broadway yeah, about a month yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went over, went to New York. And I saw something every. I tried to go to a show or sport. Yes. Uh, every single night. Wow. What was the uh, best show you saw? The best show I saw was a one woman cabaret show off Broadway. Off Broadway. Yes. Called uh, written co written by the one of the guys that uh, wrote uh, Sex in the City. So already it's all my least favorite things in a row. <laughs> Cabaret, right. one person, doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl, and sex in the city. Okay. And I thought, geez, we're in trouble here. Uh, and we went along to the opening night, The Observer and I. Oh, no, to the opening preview. Mm. And it was unbelievable. Really? Oh, yeah. What was she up to? Well, the opening, it's about this girl called Bridget, who's yeah. 34, has mm. been working as a waitress for 12 years, and is is open to advances mm. of a sexual nature. Short bus style. <laughs> Short bus style. <laughs> right. The opening song is called Cornhole. Can't play any of that. Oh, okay. Right? And then... <laughs> is there a soundtrack album? <laughs> <laughs> on MySpace, if you look up, at least it's pink on MySpace. Has yeah. Hugh Jackman re-recorded the soundtrack? <laughs> I think so. But, you know, but we, I was just thinking about it then. This is this counts as a recommendation. Yeah. So far, the recommendations on this show are Deadwood. Yeah. At least it's pink. Yeah. And short bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for family. It's really not. Doing. Anyway, so it's going along, and it's 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 unbelievable. Mm. So she's uh so she takes she well, her her piano player leaves yes. because she implies that they did some stuff. Right. And she's left on stage by herself, so mm. she tries to call him, mm. gets his wife. Mm. That lady shows up a little bit later on. You're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You know, they're going to argue. They have like a dance fight argue. You think it's, oh, it's right. all a bit West Side Story. No, I'm not really buying this. Until she picks up a wine bottle and cracks Bridget over the head with it. Oh, really? And do people in the audience think this is for real? Is that how it works? Well, this is New York, right? right? So I went, oh! Like that, and kind of gasped. <laughs> Pick the hick. And I actually think I heard some people yawning. <laughs> <laughs> New York is like, oh, I have to do better than that. You know, and uh, did they have uh, people planted in the audience who you think are nutbags but are actually part of the show? Because yes. that's a big thing in New York. Yes. And they sold, and of course, I got sold. Yeah. And everybody else was like, oh, yeah. You know, I've seen him. He's been, he's been audience plant three for 15 years. 
<laughs> he was floating in the last Copperfield show, that bloke. <laughs> but so I, we went to that, and that was that was un- <laughs> that was unreal. And then we did the big things. You know, we went to Letterman, and I and I now know what it's like yeah. to be a beautiful woman because I because because <laughs> like. Or a sort of re- in a reflected kind of way. Really? Because yeah, I was with the observer, yeah. right? Who's you know, and uh, suitably ogleable. <laughs> yes, Tone. <laughs> you know, I can tell when you're really excited, Tony. You, the foot that you put on the stool yeah. uh, on the, of your chair, yeah. you wag your heel. We, we're like, going to have ferociously. There's going to be a camera on it. <laughs> Live on the website. It's, it's testing well. It really starts going. I am really turning into shaking. my Labrador. Uh, I ate a whole pumpkin for no reason this morning. <laughs> <laughs> if so we finish we, with that show, no. So we, yeah, yeah we we're on to Letterman now. Yeah, right. so we, she, she wanted to go to Letterman, so I said, all right, we'll, we'll try and go to Letterman. Yeah. And we and we showed up, and they said, oh, if you come to a lottery, there's like a lottery at nine thirty mm. in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, nigh on impossible. We show up and we were there at night. We're about we're there. They tell us to get there at nine thirty. We got there about ten thirty, and we walk in. There's a few people there, and honestly, the the lady she's they normally see me first, tall or whatever. They're like, "Hey, how are you?" Didn't even finish the sentence. Went hello, and and she's like, "Oh hi, how are you?" She's just come in this way. We went into some weird side door. Sit down. That all the questions get directed at her, and every now and again they look at me, and I just point back at her. I'm like, "This is not where you <laughs> don't worry about me." We got. They said we'll call you back at one o'clock if yeah. you can get tickets. Five minutes after we walked out, they called. You've got tickets. Brilliant. When we got there, our tickets were like eighty. They saw her. Some a little bit of talk on a walkie-talkie. We got dragged up to the second is row. Right. It's that front row centre, and it happened like four different times. Every time we, we went to a lottery, you go to a show and there's a lottery, and there was like 160 people in this lottery. And so they see. No, she yeah, she walks in first and puts her name down, and I saw the woman. Before she takes the other names out for the lottery, she was already holding her name in her hand. Right. And so do they then, is there a camera on the observer during, like, have you seen the episode back? No. <laughs> Are the cameramen perving? <laughs> no, no and probably. I mean, good, more, more power yeah. to them. And it's so good for me. I just stand there in reflected glory. I know what you're saying, though, because you can tell the difference between the American and the British whose line is it anyways. Because the American one behind Drew Carey, they've got all beautiful women. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the but, English race, it's train drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Loach style. <laughs> is uh, that Broadway beat for today? That'll do for now. <laughs> wow. I yeah. thought there was a lot more to that experimental theatre. Oh, there's, there's more. There was a lot more when you told me on the phone. Yeah, no, there's more. Yeah. We, we, we'll save it. We'll do it again. You're going to split this story over two segments? Yeah, because it gets it's Fruit City. The second <laughs> half is Fruit City. <laughs> okay. To be continued. <laughs> it is indeed. That's Bon Jovi. Do you reckon, I reckon that he's going to get better. You know, I don't think that he's peaked yet. John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Really? I reckon the way that Rich was going after yeah. that month. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> Bold predictions here. Get this on I Triple M around the nation. He's got somewhere to go, yeah. Uh, was there more to that uh, Broadway thing that we want to talk about? There's or? literally nothing else I could say about okay. it. Oh, I see. It got too short, bus. It's Fruit City. Yeah. The stripping, you know, the kind of rubbing up against, mm. the, the language. I love a bit of off-Broadway. When I went uh, off-Broadway a few years ago, I saw a fantastic play. Yeah. Uh, two women put it on. It was called Matt and Ben. And they played... Uh, Affleck and Damon. Affleck and Damon. Mm. And the premise of the play was that they're living in their apartment mm. and they're out-of-work actors and they wake up one morning and the script has appeared on their coffee table oh, called Goodwill good. Hunting. <laughs> That's good. That the devil has left for them. That's good. And do they pretend they've written it themselves or not? That's good. And it was just believable enough that the audience really went with it. Well, there's thing, there was a few things that I saw or that... I'm, a, I'm a scared that they're going to come and someone's going to do a local version. Yeah, oh, that's called, always bad. Yeah, 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 that thing yeah. called The Little Dog Laughed. Oh, 
Uh-huh. Which starred the uh, the guy from uh, That Thing You Do. Oh, and, yeah. uh, uh, and the other guy from... Um, <laughs> Everett Scott. Tom, Tom Everett Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy from uh, Roseanne, Dar- um, the oldest daughter's <laughs> boyfriend. Oh, the one who... The weird guy. Wow. I think he's alive. I'm not sure. Uh, I think he was alive on the show. You mean Darlene's boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darlene's boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Did, was there any names in that last paragraph? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I love the intro to Broadway Beat. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but Rich just threw me when he said the guy was dead. And I thought, geez, it's amazing puppet work. Have uh, we saluted Matt Dower enough, uh, our production? I reckon, he gets, I reckon he's, he's had some props. Doing some great work down in the production department. His condition has significantly deteriorated. Um, again... Seeing him chained to the floor, the hollow eyes, and uh, clearly despairing of his situation. Oh, sorry, that's David Hicks. Oh, that's not Hicks, anything that's going on here no, at the Triple M at, Studios. At hey, is that uh, Biggest Loser back on? Oh, is yeah, it? it is. Did anyone watch that? I haven't, I haven't seen yeah. it. Cecilia out on the phones was that? thumbs up or thumbs down for The Biggest Loser. Didn't watch it. Oh, that's... Oh, Thumbs down. Miming a fat person (laughs) and giving it a thumbs down. Um, I'm worried, Tone. I'm worried that this means that the Biggest Loser cast from last year Mm. aren't going to be around anymore. Like in the press and like getting interviews and on TV. I grew so attached. (sighs) Why aren't they going with our idea? Mm? Round trip. What? Instead of the Biggest Loser, Mm. round trip. You start skinny. You get real fat. It's a competition to see who can get fattest first. And then you take it all yeah, off. Yeah, okay. You Come begin and start the same. That's great. Pump up the skinny people. That's great. Get them back skinny again. Yeah, round fun. trip. I'm into round trip. Channel 10. Isn't that just Matthew Perry on Friends, though? The oh. <laughs> that's true. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Did you go there? <laughs> Do I get... <laughs> Do I say that you went there? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for more celebrity news, so... I got one. Oh, yes. Hey, Marslin. Yeah? How come you're not the co-host of Erotic Star? Uh, I haven't received my invitation yet. Bessie Bardo's... Oh, Bessie Bardo, your oh, old okay. sparring partner on the Up Late Date Show. Mm. That's, well... On uh, yeah, Rifle... Up Late Date Show. It was just Network. sex chat, wasn't it? It was um, just sex chat. It was yeah, kind of. It, it was, was filth. Love, sex and relationships. It was two hours of filth a night. We had an adolescent psychologist in every couple of nights. And we would talk to people, young people. What in did their most teens. people talk about? Oh, well, a lot of them had relationship problems. Mm. What did most people talk about? Sexual issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I wasn't Turkish an expert. Trip I was Thursdays. Just... <laughs> uh, and anyway, she's got a new show where they're going to have erotic performers, rah rah rah, uh, and they're going to win something or another. How did you not? Get a geek, man. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm still in touch with uh, with Bessie. That's wonderful. Have that you put in um, the call? What's the story? What's it about? What's the, I, the show I about? Can, I can't read it, Rich. Erotic uh, stars. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I can see the word Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Trombone. Oh. Drifted through the... You said cornhole earlier. Don't look at me weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Are we looking for our mystery word today? <laughs> it's cornhole. All right, you so... No, I know nothing I'm of the show. I'm you, Richard Marsland. <laughs> Is this another show that we've had to fight off for Richard's service? Yep, this is what I'm saying. Bang, the new Bessie Bardo fruit fest. (laughs) God, okay, is that celebrity news? Richard Marsler, fair enough. I've got the new weekly here. Oh, yes, they want Lindsay to die. (laughs) They do. Look look at this. Last week, Lindsay overdoses. She gets a little corner box on the front front cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, she's not looking too bad. This week, doctors warn you will die. Biggest picture on the front cover. If she goes, 
They're going to be laughing. They are. 30-page spread. They are laughing already. Listen to this. More Hollywood stars shun Lindsay. Oh, no. It seems Lindsay's refusal to treat her addictions is not only endangering her health, it could kill her movie career. She has been shunned by Hollywood heavyweights Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman, who have both told their agents they want no part in any film Lindsay Lohan is attached to because of her wayward behaviour bringing shame upon their profession. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> okay, too many elements. When would Jack Nicholson be in a film with Lindsay Lohan? Uh, mean Girls 2. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's looking down the nose yep. at bad Hollywood party behaviour yep. and has had, like, like, okay, why would he single out Lindsay Lohan? Secondly, how would it get into, like... Oh, yes. How would it get... You know, Press release. Jack Nicholson doesn't send out He's the moral high ground. <laughs> Jeez, Jack Nicholson mm. shunning Lindsay Lohan. Mm. A young woman who likes to party. <laughs> I could never condone such a thing. <laughs> it just doesn't <laughs> ring no, true. No, How no. did that get in there? Yeah, I don't know. Is he sending out a press release? I think so. And Morgan Freeman, because it was Lindsay Lohan was was going to be play the Tim Robbins part in Shawshank Redemption 2. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the shank. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay, we'll keep you posted uh, on the imminent death of Lindsay <laughs> Lohan. More cheery fun it's like coming nor- up. It's like a normal radio show. We're talking Lohan. <laughs> we I'm going to say Get young this. You know what? This is the only place on earth where I feel smart. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Hey, it's Get This around the nation on Triple M. Myself, Tony Martin. Ed Cavalli is here. Hi. Uh, Ed Cavalis, as he's still known in the Melbourne Herald Sun. Sí, Ed Cavalis. What about if you did a TV review segment mm-hmm. called Telly Cavallis? Don't you think that'd catch on? <laughs> yeah, tell everyone the reference, just in case they didn't get it. Because you're called Ed Cavallis. Yeah. Telly Cavallis? Yeah, that's it? quite a well-known name. I oh, it doesn't really require underlining, I would have thought. Did everyone know who Telly Cavallis was? I had to look it up when you said it. Kojak. I know now. You don't remember Kojak. See, you're from the Jump Street generation. I am from the Jump Street generation. Yeah. I think he was godfather to Jennifer Aniston. Is that really? True? <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Wow. Read that. This has yeah. turned into one of those shows today. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, who's doing what on the carpet, the red carpet? <laughs> <laughs> we should get someone on the line from Hollywood. <laughs> ah, Tinsel Town's ablaze with rumours. You know, one of the things the shebang, what? doing a fine job in uh, Sydney on, on breakfast, one of the... Yeah carrots they dangled in front of Richard to try mm. and get him to go over was they said you could do red carpet interviews. Yeah, that would have oh, been great fun. You would have been that guy. Yeah, they, they could tell me, tell me, you know, which questions to ask. Okay, I'm, uh, I am TV's Jake Wall and yeah. I'm walking up. You, what are you going to ask me? Who are you? Oh. <laughs> How's that? How dare you, sir? Bag it up for the promo. <laughs> wow, okay. You can do those on this show if you want, Richard. Nobody's stopping you from doing red carpet interviews. Mm. I've done two red carpets. One was with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. That was great. Like, to actually meet a James Bond, I thought was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And the other one was Pamela Anderson, who walked right past me and had to return to the station with nothing. I did the interview with the cab driver and asked him the exact same questions. And how did it go? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was like my interview with Pamela Anderson and okay. with the cab driver for Valentine's the, Day. Was the cabbie stacked? Yeah, he had the other end. (laughs) Stacked. Uh, What are we doing here? I think it's time for music. What have you prepared, Ed Cavalier? uh, Crime Watch is coming up, by the way. Yeah, I'm not uh, playing at the moment, Tone. I'm just not feeling it. Really? Yeah, I've got an artistic block. Oh, well, Mr. Marsden, maybe you could take something away. Uh, I have no idea how this... Two, three, four. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. It's pretty impressive. Xylophone. Is that in excess? Certainly is. New look in excess. Improved. Here, get this. With Switch around the nation on Triple M and, uh, yeah, let's go climbing. Requesting roadblocks at every exit. How about signing up with the chips, huh? Oh, look, stupid crime. <laughs> chips, huh? That's what we're looking for. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Big crime news from Melbourne. Melbourne City Council will no longer pay for sex. Oh, come on. The council is to dump its policy revealed last month of sending private investigators into illegal brothels to have sex with prostitutes. Private investigators? Yeah. Mm. An exhaustive investigation is <laughs> undergone. <laughs> Hours in the field. And I've been undercover for three weeks and I am so tired. <laughs> Happy and though. Listen to this though. There are fears in the council. Hang that, on a second. That tone. dropping the practice could lead to a proliferation of illegal brothels in the city area. We can't drop that policy. I'm booked in. <laughs> Is it like jury duty? You just get a letter in the mail? No, all right. Jeez, Again, how much proof do you need? <laughs> And so then the private investigator will swear in court that he's mm. visited a brothel. That's the only way. I mean, just observing that it looks like a brothel, not enough. Got to actually uh, roll the sleeves up, get involved. Roll the sleeves up. <laughs> Can you confirm for the court that you got one away, <laughs> Mr. Blenkinsop? <laughs> That's our comedy name for you. Blenkinsop. Got one away. What has happened to this program today? I mean, fifth grade boys are loving it. Yeah, uh, and it's Phil. celebrity news has been because we were on shaky ground. Yeah, no. With you know normal new yeah, weekly, no. you know, get us on to Gary Busey, no, we're, we're fine. fine. But the new weekly style celebrities yeah, yeah. was there some appalling mistake on the show, Nikki? Did someone call up? A few people called up. Oh, to say that um, Nicolette Sheridan is the goddamn no. Jennifer Aniston, oh. that monster. <laughs> she's in the she's in the Lagerfeld group, isn't she? She's got the high collar, slightly monsterish. Nicola Sheridan. You think you're the right person. From Desperate Housewives. Yeah, that's the one. Monsterish, you thought. I think so. <laughs> okay. got, a, got a touch of the under the, you know, under the bed work. Not sure what you're talking about. I know that I was on Rove once and she was on. Yeah. And, and? uh... Yeah. Would it be libelous to suggest that she might have been drunk? Oh. Well, I'm not sure. I know it was late at night when, by the time she got on and yeah. she sort of complained on air that she had been waiting around too long. I saw her, like, a minute before the show went to air when Rove's standing in the wings yeah. to go out and do his monologue she's just staggered up to him handed him like a giant brandy balloon full of white <laughs> wine and gone drink this it'll make the show funnier and he has just to get rid of her sculled it gone on wow <laughs> Kill. didn't talk a jot of sense all night <laughs> <laughs> she was happy it's crime watch this isn't crime what have we got oh yes uh, well, alright hang on sorry Chewbacca I'm sure this is one of those ones oh, that everyone's yeah. covered Chewbacca yeah, yeah he's arrested he's head butted someone in oh Hollywood. You're the real Chewbacca no an impersonator six foot five which I believe is a little short for Chewbacca I believe the original Chewbacca was almost seven foot nothing mm. uh, and he's head butted someone saying that no one pushes this Wookiee no, no one tells this Wookiee what to do but it's not. I mean, how's that news? If it was the original Chewbacca, yeah, that's maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I just think that's okay. I think mm. if you're going to impersonate Chewbacca, I think it's okay to have occasional oh. outbursts because that's what he does. What are those Ewoks? Yeah, any cute, drunken though. Ewok news? Cute perhaps? though, very cute. <laughs> the Return of the Jedi. Everyone bags it, but cheese. They were cute. Here we go, Tone. Crime Watch, perhaps. 
Let's now, there's it. a show in America called The View. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's now, on Foxtel. It's on Foxtel. Barbara Walters. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell, et cetera. It's huge. Thing. Yes. It's huge. Stops a nation every morning. Now, it's a, it's a show, and they on their website, they say that they uh, they speak, they showcase women with a range of perspectives, mm. different generations' backgrounds. Mm. They deal with hot topics, and then the co-hosts provide lightweight commentary on the day's top headlines in politics and entertainment. Interspersed with a lot of you-go-girl talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of laughing and yeah. shouting and stuff. Yeah. It's a new show that uh, people have come up with, uh, the catch-up. It's just about to start on channel something or other here, created by Mia Friedman that says that it's uh, the catch-up is going to be a daytime chat show which will cover the hottest topics of the day in news, entertainment and lifestyle, beauty, fashion and gossip. It won't be the same, though. I don't know. It'll be a different coloured table. Do you reckon? (laughs) Surely. You know, when they ripped off uh, Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher, they changed the name for Foxtel. Yeah, fair enough. It became... uh, Something else. I can't remember. If I that? say, will the lawyers call? <laughs> that one Richard Feidler hosted. Yeah, that right, was just yeah. politically incorrect with Bill Maher. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, if you change the name, it's legal, I Is think. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. I would like to announce a new children's show, which I'll be hearing, called Play University. There you go. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> That'll be highfalutin. Uh, Con man, Peter Foster oh, is back no. in Australia. Yeah. He was detained by Australian Federal Police when he arrived at Brisbane Airport last night wearing, of course, only his underpants. Mm-hmm. And Con man... Mm. I mean, call himself that I these days. Think, if that's what's on the passport, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> con man, registered con man. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for other crime stories. Mm. They've uh, taken out. This is what's happened uh, in the drug wars of South America. Oh, who's winning? Uh, drugs are okay. the big winner. <laughs> Colombian drug cartels have taken out a contract uh-huh. on the life of Golden Labrador Agata, who keeps <laughs> uncovering their gear on the way to the US. <laughs> It's only up to six grand, though. Six grand to take out a a smiling, (laughs) honey-coloured Labrador. (laughs) That wouldn't be too hard. Could we get B, your dog, you know? Unfortunately, she might have to, you know... And we, could we set- You want my dog to assassinate what? another dog? No, 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 double? Say, no, yeah, I say that we send me, yeah. you know. What is a decoy? Yeah. It's disturbing. Pick up the six grand. You yeah. can get a labby for less than that, can't oh, you? We could get I a couple see. of labs for that. Right. <laughs> Change left over for a new pair of pants. I'm seeing a very cute chalk outline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that. What are you suggesting? I put my dog in the line of fire for the program. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> sort that out after the show. Uh, we want to hear about stupid crime. That's what we like on this show. Local crime. Things you've done in the house as well. Yeah, you can... You, can you know what the, I mean? We'll accept the criminal himself. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or herself. Give us a call. one triple three five three. True Faith, that's new order here at Get This Round the Nation on Triple M. Let's get straight to our callers. Who's got a crime? Watch Ed Cavalier. Hello, Nick. Hi, guys. Talk us through it. Uh, okay, last night after work, I uh, went out for a few drinks with the guys mm-hmm. and uh, left my car at work, and then this morning got up early to go and collect my car, and uh, it wasn't there. Uh-oh. So I uh, called the police and insurance and everyone, and everyone in my phone book, and then I got a phone call from one of my mates to tell me that I'd moved it around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if that's necessarily stupid crime. It's just stupid behaviour, really, isn't it? Uh, well, so what did you do, Nick? What did you tell the police? Um, that uh, my mate had moved it. Oh, they must love you. And right. everybody. It's, it's all cancelled now. We're good now. But yeah. We're good? Yeah. So I don't know if that's a crime. I, mean, I think a day in the stocks is what you should really oh, get Oh, that'd be good. Down at Sovereign Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, uh, Nick. <laughs> yep. Have you ever considered painting a mural on the side of your car? <laughs> 
it needs a paint job, so I'll, really? I'll consider it. I love a it when face people... face of you, Ed, I reckon. No, that might be a little odd, but uh, I love it when people paint a mural on a, on a seemingly everyday car. Mm. Like, when you see the van full of, hip, like, you know, kind of hippie types mm. with the living the dream. Oh, there used to be a great van yeah. in my street, which I may have told you about before, and on the side of it, it, it said, living the dream, and it was just no wheels, just on blocks. Oh, that's a dream. <laughs> but, uh, that's a dream and a half. I, uh, I, yeah, I'd love it. That's a, yeah, murals on cars. That's yeah. one for the future, don't That's a Thank whole you, separate phone Hi, Jason. How are you? <laughs> oh, good, thanks. What happened, mate? Uh, it's a bit of a confession. Uh, I was Good. shopping with the kids. I play a bit of a frustrated house husband role. Yeah. And uh, I was shopping with the kids, and I had one of the kids wait at the uh, counter with the trolley while I rushed back and got something. And when I came back, this older lady had pushed in front, and the kid was just standing there gobsmacked. And uh, uh, so while she wasn't looking, I squished all her jam rolls. She had some jam rolls. Yeah. Oh. And did she know? Was this just a time bomb to be discovered? Later. It was to be discovered later. Oh, good on ya. This is an interesting crime watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're uncovering crimes. <laughs> she, uh, well, you showed her, Jason. <laughs> okay, she let's, will think twice. Let's see if we can go even less legal than uh, that. Hello, Peter. How are you? I'm well, thanks, boys. Yourself? Really good. What did, what did you do? Um, on the weekend, I watched uh, Tango and Cash. Oh, Indict that man. <laughs> Indict him now. Kurt Russell, sliced alone, and not a lot to recommend it. And did you enjoy it? Well, as a crime, I did. And uh, and did you enjoy uh, uh, Kurt Russell's perm? Yeah, it's fantastic. Isn't it big? Isn't it lovely when it's backlit? Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that Tango and Cash is actually directed by one of your highfalutin fancy Russian film directors. Slumming it. No. I think it is. It's like the guy who did Runaway Train or something really? like that. Really? Yeah. Favourite bit, Peter, in Tango and Cash? Uh, it's got to be when it's in the shower and um, the uh, fire has a look at, um, at, at the willy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What a job. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's trying to put the tape on right now. Yeah. <laughs> he tells us about it. Uh, yes, absolutely right. Sly looking at a willy, always a winner. Uh, thank you, Pete. Oh, we got time? We don't have time for Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. How are you? What happened? Pretty good. I was living in America and uh, I heard about this bloke that got busted. He needed some money, so he grabbed an old gun from his house and went and robbed this place but got caught. Yeah. Um, so they go to, you know, arraign him and all this kind of stuff. So the cops, they do a run on the gun. Yeah. Um, and the gun's an antique and it's worth about half a million. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, so he's using a, a flintlock pistol yeah. from the set of a pirate movie. Blunderbass. Uh, a musket. Uh, they caught him because it took him three minutes to wad it. It was so <laughs> long to reload. He anyone. <laughs> Can you just give me a couple of minutes? I'll be able to fire another one off. Uh, oh, uh, thank you, Chris. Oh, sorry, we've gone back to the brothel oh, story. Thank you, sir. Uh, Unnecessarily. We're running so late, Chris. I'm sorry. We have to We run. are, and the news is next. Thanks to everyone who called, and then we'll be joined by Dave Graney. Get this. Some of them were taken to the local knackery. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Do what I want because I can if I don't because I want to. I'm feeling much more informed now. Ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. Is that news getting later and later every day? Rich? It's all their fault. <laughs> it's their fault, is it? <laughs> is it? Is it rich? Yeah. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the second hour here on Get This, the leisurely lunch hour. Round of fake applause for Dave Graney who's joining yeah. us. Yeah. Thanks for having me back, chaps. <laughs> you look pretty appalled by what's in front of you. Oh, look, you've just handed this to me, Tony. It's the most <laughs> played song. Trying to wind me up and set me off. <laughs> most played songs on radio in 2006. Ed, who do you reckon would be in there? Uh, I'm not, I haven't seen this at all yet. Yeah. Okay. Pink? 
yes. Uh, perhaps um, our the, old friends. Oh, blunt, the back, the bunt, and the the blunt in the back. They're in there. I'm thinking the divas of the young variety. Uh, Murray and Pete, <laughs> Pete Murray, whichever it is. Yes. I don't think this is what Dave Grady wants to talk about. We'll be asking, have you got your own Chinese democracy in the boot? A project you've just never got round to finishing. You'd have a couple of those, I do, yes. And what about capes? Do you have any capes in your wardrobe? (laughs) I have a a dressing gown that a boxer would wear, a black silk one. That could be acceptable Mm, for capral. Uh, I'm going to find out what a doctor gave a stripper. All right. It's all coming up. (laughs) Big second hour of Get This. That's <laughs> yeah, the Foo Fighters. Best of you. It's the second hour of Get This. Dave Graney has joined myself, oh, yeah. Ed Cavalli, Richard Marson. Welcome aboard, Dave. I've been enjoying the new two hour Get This, Tony. Ross Noble yesterday was very inspiring. He's great. Mm. And you can't rein him in because the thing is, the idea with the two hour format is we were going to run to time, mm-hmm. we were going to play some songs mm-hmm. occasionally. Mm-hmm. You get Ross Noble in the studio, <laughs> all that's out the window. <laughs> 1974 comes up, <laughs> away we go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love that tone. I love watching you and Ross talk because I love it when you find when someone comes in yeah. and it's like, oh, Tone's found a, you know, he's found, yeah. a, little, he's found a friend. Found you know, like, he's, he's, it's, I love it. You guys How long get, we were in this room? Ages. We, were in the, the we did another show after the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. When you talked about so much. doing the live show in Soweto Township mm. where people have egg cartons for shoes <laughs> and live under bits of plastic and it's hard to... Uh, Find what you have in common to make people laugh about, and they're also armed with. It's quite scary. rifles. That is on a CD called. That's show business. Ross Noble goes global, Volume One, and it's actually quite suspenseful. You're listening, going, "It's funny material, but they sound like they might kill him <laughs> at any yeah. moment." Dangerous gigs. Have you played any dangerous gigs lately, Dave? Uh, I don't know. Musicians are usually. Uh, you know, respected people. Oh, okay. I've played a couple of shows where you're loading out and people start throwing knives around and really? like bang, boing in the thing mm-hmm. next to you. But that usually adds a bit of excitement. <laughs> it's great. A bit of a to the occasion, yeah. <laughs> one was in um, one of my few trips to America and a guy looked like Waylon Jennings and I, I felt cool to have a guy look like sure. Waylon Jennings <laughs> in the vicinity. But yeah. He was throwing a knife around and uh, <laughs> snorting some coke and that kind of stuff. Okay. It's always yeah, good during your show. I thought I have arrived. <laughs> yeah, good. The other one was in Adelaide and a yeah, guy just throwing knives when we were loading up some gear. That was... It's in become Hi- your thing. When Hindley Street was um, really rough. It, it's it's yeah. at least pretty rough. But. Dude. Yep. Is it? Richard Marsons walked those mean streets. Mm. Yeah. In fact, I used to... Uh, the club that I used to DJ at was off Hindley Street. You could <laughs> not walk down that street without someone w- trying to punch you in the face. Yeah. yeah. It's still abduct slightly you. seedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> abduct you. They've got a yeah. university on it. Yeah, they just drag you down the alley and kick the hell out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Richard would be found hours <clears throat> later cowering behind the mall's balls. It was. If, <laughs> in a, there were many things. I, I was a South, grew up in South Australia and, and the rockers in Adelaide used to wear um, uh, see-through uh, black T-shirts, you know, that were mesh kind oh, of yeah. things. Mesh. And I always These associate that with really mesh. tough guys. <laughs> really? But, and then in my... In my band, I, I brought out one one day, and I was wearing it, and they they say you look so gay. And I was hey, the tough guys wear this thing. It's not the village people. Yeah, what about the chaps, Dave? The tough guys. Yeah, I had. I tried the chaps too, but you know, what about I couldn't have the conviction to. You're uh, from Mount, one Mount Gambier. Oh yeah, and do you get back there still? Oh you? yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, no sign of that statue yet. No, You're no, second no, in the no. queue behind Robert Helpman, really, aren't you, for a statue at Mount <laughs> That's Gambier? Right, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, anybody would love a statue of themselves. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But in are you in a lounge room or something? No you know? key to the city. You can't just walk in somewhere and just. Start. Oh yeah, I got the you, keys to the city once. You yeah. Just go into the milk bar and just help yourself to a couple of big M's out of the fridge. Walk out without paying. Can you do that and flash him the key? I, I have. Uh, I've waited until the time comes when I really need the keys to the city to use it. But I did get to the keys to the city and a lovely Mount Gambier tie. And oh, the, it's and the the mayor he's now passed away and the mayoress made devils on horsebacks for us and he chased Claire Moore around the mayoral chambers in a very uh, really? Les Patterson kind of way it was a top <laughs> night out but, uh, <laughs> it was good yeah uh, just while we're in the wardrobe you've probably heard about our idea for Capril uh, which is to get the whole nation wearing capes to work That's good yeah during the month mm-hmm. of April. not just to work no but everywhere. out and about in the streets yeah everywhere yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see like someone in a business suit mm. with a you know lime green cape. Oh, that'd be good. Fluttering the the fellow in Wolf Mother should wear a cape. Oh, oh yes. the keyboard player oh, the especially. Keyboard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, keyboard players sh- must wear capes and wizards hats. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> they're not taken have seriously. Seen, have you ever seen a keyboard player in a wizard's hat? Well, there was. I've always wanted to. Yeah, Ed, so. yeah life has disappointed me. In, <laughs> Many yeah. occasions, wherever I've turned. Well, the most famous keyboard player with uh, Kate was Rick Wakeman. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Of, of yes. I don't he, know about the cap. But. Famously, he, he's, let, he's let his mystique fall in the last decade, and, and he would talk about while the guitarist or bass player was doing a 30-minute solo, he would send a roadie out to get an Indian curry takeaway for him. <laughs> so in the middle of the mysticism of yes, he was a, a beer-drinking, <laughs> curry-drinking guy. But with at least a cape and a wizard's cap and on. But now he hosts comedy. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a show on Foxtel. It's from a few years ago called Live at Jongleurs. Oh. And it's Rick Wakeman of Journey to the Centre of the Earth yeah. fame on a keyboard bringing on comedy acts. I don't like that. So there was years of prog rock yeah. and three keyboards oh, and, yeah. the, you know, the sort of uh, synths, a go-go, go-go sound. Now, but he can make that last for two and a half minutes. No, it's good stuff. <laughs> Let's hope we don't see 50 Cent oh, descending no, to no, that, yeah, you know, not. letting his bad boy, <laughs> you know, aura slip to yeah. that extent. Mm. He'll be downgraded. Rick Mike, my, uh, Rick's also a Christian, which you know, under my, undercuts all of that for me. Okay. Well, what about this picture I've been sent of me with a cape on from the House of Capes? People it's very take long. Impressive. People are starting to. Which one have you got on, Tone? That's the. Uh, I think that's the summer lightweight cape. I'm not oh, sure. Your, your posture in that and the Cuban heeled <laughs> boots. <laughs> that was created <laughs> by <It's> like Zorro, <laughs> Rhiannon. <laughs> well, we'll put it up on you the website. Do look like Zorro. <clears throat> Quite often, I look like Zorro. Uh, and people swirl one at home, Tone? Yeah. yeah, that's what it's called, Dave. You swirl on a cape. Yeah. That's he the rides around on that poor bee, that <laughs> yeah, I suffering do Labrador. ride my Labrador around the size of a coffee table wearing a cape <laughs> and singing along to... I have a Labrador that walks around my street, Tony. Yeah. It's time for an intervention, I think. Oh. As soon as children came on the scene, yeah. the Labrador was ignored and mm. now it wanders looking for a friend. I know so what we can do. Tony's Want to make six grand? Out of his Want to make six grand, Dave? <laughs> oh. Do you want to make six I grand? I heard that before. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Offing <laughs> that. Scoop him up. <laughs> Off to Colombia. Because <laughs> the Colombians have taken out a six grand contract. Seems a bit low. Yeah. On the yeah. US, we could talk them up. The, mm. the top US sniffer dog has mm. six grand on its head. Mm. And Ed's saving in order to... Ed reckons to save the life of this dog, we should find the body of an already 
ah, dead mm, Labrador mm. and substitute. <coughs> why isn't, that why the isn't Ed not the treasurer of our great country? <laughs> He's full of ideas to make uh, value out of yeah. Thank you very nothing. much. You've got to make yourself a lot less likeable. Dead Labrador-based economy. <laughs> okay, good ideas. Plenty of them. More coming up next. Get this. <laughs> No improvement. No improvement whatsoever. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Let's get this around the nation. On Triple M, I think you'll find Dave Graney is with us today. And Dave, have you been following the long gestation of the new Guns N' Roses album, Chinese Democracy? I have heard of it. The guitarist in my band, the lurid yellow mist, Stuart Pereira, he slept outside a shop when... The uh, two albums, "Use Your Illusion," oh, came yeah, out, yeah. but uh, even he is uh, dropped off of the. Uh... <laughs> oh no! It's now ten years into its making. Mm. The original uh, title was Two Thousand Intentions." Uh, the year two thousand is, you know, in the rear vision mirror now. So it's Chinese democracy, the most expensive album ever made, eighteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. What is that? What does God. that get you? Not counting musicians, retainers, salaries for engineers, technicians, and hangers-on. So. 18 million has been spent, what, before he's even in the studio virtually? How much are the hangers-on getting? <laughs> yeah. I, could be a, I could be a hanger-on, <laughs> tell you, you what. you spend 18 mil on an album, Doug? Uh, um, uh, there's a band from Germany called Einstürzende Neubauten. Um, their guitarist Blixer Geld was in Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and they, they did an album once where... It was an art project, and uh, they wanted it to, to record the most expensive sounds they could. And one of them was, um, you know, those tape players they used to use in making movies, the yeah, N- yeah. Nagamuchi or something. There, right. they just dropped one from the the top floor of the Hansa Studios in Berlin, and, and one was down the bottom holding a microphone <laughs> to record it being smashed to pieces. Wow. And was that the single? <laughs> yeah. <From> the album. <laughs> Fantastic. I think that was more. They were trying to spend as much as they could, but this is uh, just run-of-the-mill um, things getting a bit out of hand, I think. But it says here that you couldn't spend that much on an album anymore because, you know, people can oh, yeah. knock it out on the laptop these yeah, days yeah, for yeah, two yeah. and a half grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been going on so long that uh, session artists have, you know, arrived, had nothing to do, been dismissed. Even Buckethead has mm. bailed. Oh, not yeah. Buckethead. Yeah. Back Buckethead. in 2004, yeah. he jumped ship. <laughs> not but, Buckethead. But there is talk that Chinese democracy may finally be coming out right. this year. Yeah. I think it would be a big mistake to release it. I think leave it. I agree. Yeah, as in, my, in my mind, it's the best yeah. music ever yeah. that's ever existed. Yeah, it would be... Um, it's like a nuclear bomb. That they're kind of uh, mm. best... It, Kept in the background with their latent power to destroy humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them off. It'll be, it'll be a bit of a letdown, really. <laughs> well, listen to this. I didn't realise how uh, nutty Axel had been uh, of late. Uh, he was known as difficult by 2001 and become a recluse and the subject of gossip and rumour. Uh, for several years, he slept all day and then spent up to four hours every night... Uh, in his gym working out and then he'd spend the rest of the evening surfing the internet for any mentions of his own name and occasionally posting <coughs> cryptic messages. Who's that from, Tony? That's insiders? Or? That's insiders' sources <laughs> oh. and fellow diners. Keyboard insiders? <laughs> Gymnasium insiders? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's that great uh, R&B artist, D'Angelo, who's only done... D'Angelo. D'Angelo's done about two albums and... And he did one album where he just worked out and smoked spliffs for uh, two years, and the, the album was worth it in the end. What was it called? 
I think there's, uh, there's brown sugar and then voodoo. I think voodoo's the second one, Fantastic. but it has a great video where he's he's nude and, and it's one shot and he's singing the song and he gradually makes one muscle in his lower abdomen uh, flex. Really? As wow. he's singing, yeah. Is that on YouTube, Dave? <laughs> good, no, Dave. it was on MTV. <laughs> My well. favourite name <clears throat> in America I came across was Dwayne. Yeah. Great way to jazz up Wayne. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> Do you apostrophe can jazz anything mm. up? Yeah. Was that a woman or a man? It was a dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. A dude. De Tony. De, t- <laughs> De Richard and sadly dead. <laughs> won't work for you. We want to hear about your yeah. Chinese democracy. Have you been working on a project that's just never going to be finished? <laughs> right. At our place, it's just the lawn. That never happens. Oh. When I have to use a machete to get to the clothesline, <laughs> that's when I might consider a bit of lawn mowing. What about the kitchen, Tony? Have you ever been in there at your place? <sighs> I've seen photos. <laughs> 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 I pop in there occasionally yeah, to make some yeah. toast. Do you cook dinner at all times? Uh, about once uh, a month I might have a crack at something. What do you yeah. cook? I can do a, a steak. Tea. A cup oh, of tea I'm pretty yeah. good at. I need a diagram, yeah. but I'm willing to have a crack. Yeah. Uh, have you got a Chinese democracy, Dave? Surely there's something Chinese in Chinese democracy. Something what, what is it? Explain it to me a again. A project Tony. that probably will never be finished. That's perhaps <laughs> too ambitious to even have been embarked upon in the first place. Yeah. Just fantasies of life on my own island in the South Pacific. Oh, I rather know the bloke. Like, uh, I know the bloke for you, Dave. Yeah, yeah you got an island. Uh... Ed's, Ed's tentacles of power <laughs> influence stretch in many directions. Check him out. Look at this bloke here. What's his mm. name? Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, Port Douglas-based island broker. Oh. He says that owning oh. an island is, is the ultimate status mm. symbol. <laughs> for a mere $64.7 million, you could get your own uh, island. Marlon Brando had an island for several years. Eventually outgrew it. How many dead, <laughs> how many dead Labradors would that take? Ed? Now you're talking. What's now that in talking. Labradors? <laughs> the new economy. Have you got a Chinese democracy, Mr. Marlon? Well, I was just thinking, uh, just cleaning up my car. Because every time, because my car is so messy, Mm -hmm. and Ed's been for a drive, and it's Mm -hmm. shocking. But there's newspapers and pieces of paper and and old and uh, like old drink cartons. Farmers Union iced coffee up to your eyeballs. What did we learn yesterday? Eighty-five percent of second-hand cars, McDonald's chips under the seat. I'm sure there's plenty. I love this downward envy that you fellas (laughs) practice in here with uh, Richard's uh, (laughs) protestations of his his new Lamborghini being covered in. Pizza boxes and that. We know there's been a bidding war for his services. Yeah, we are all deeply envious yeah. of the That fellow like Dave Hughes goes in for this too. You know, does he? Always, does he he's do? always talking about going down to the doll office and stuff, but uh, mm. he needs a semi-trailer to take his his cash to the bank, really. <laughs> Is that you, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Pretty close, yeah. All right, we want people uh, to call us up uh, with uh, your version of uh, Chinese democracy, a project that just ain't ever going to be finished. Call us now, one triple three five three. I think that might be those Goo Goo Dolls. Here we get this on Triple M around the nation. Dave Graney is here. We've been discussing uh, the new Guns N' Roses album. It might mm. finally be about to come out. Yeah. We've heard <clears> that before. <throat> Who's got a similar project on the boil? Ed Cavalier. Hi, Scott. Hi, oh, good, Ed. How you going? Really good, sir. What's your Chinese democracy? Uh, my Chinese dro- democracy is um, me and a couple of mates of mine are trying to dub the movie Jaws, the actual original movie. We've written a new script for it. We've attempted oh. to dub it. I came up with the idea about 12 years ago, then wrote the script 10 years ago, 
then we attempted to dub it about eight years ago, and we spent about 40 hours in the studio and got about 10 minutes done. Oh, oh that is a Chinese democracy. Well, well, hats off to you guys that did Barjas. I mean, we just spent ages there, never got anything done. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's baby steps. Baby steps. We, did, uh, we would do, it was nine in the morning till nine at night, yeah. uh, every Monday for, I think, 10 months, Jeez. and some days you'd get six <laughs> seconds of usable footage. Oh. Oh, tell me about it. And then uh, we, we actually got that 10 minutes done, and we're going to go back and finish it, but, of course, we lost the original version. So oh. we've got... Now with all the technology that they've got now, it's too much for us. We can't figure it out. So we got this one guy on board who was really interested in doing it, and then um, we, we've done it all again, got another about 20 minutes into it, and yeah. then um, he got married and had a kid, and then he doesn't use his computer anymore, and we can't do it. I mean, not even to mention the legalities of actually dubbing Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll leave that alone. If, if I remember, there isn't actually any dialogue for about the first five minutes of Jaws, so, yeah. you know, well, <laughs> what exactly is going on in your version? Oh, well, it's uh, like the, the first five minutes, as you said, there actually isn't any dialogue, but we've got some uh, seagulls doing some interesting business. Oh, <laughs> the seagulls. Yes, yes, and yes. There's, there's also another, another thing we've got, is there's half the movie is just a picture of the boat floating around on the lake, uh, which is actually supposed to be the ocean, but we've turned it into an ice cream van. And oh, the, okay. the green fleas are ding, 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 ding. Okay, ding. well, that takes a and long then, time to get right. The beginning of the film is the point of view of the shark. Do you have a voice for the shark? Yeah, but it, it, it actually doesn't speak until the first time you see it when um, oh, yeah. uh, the guy's throwing the food over the edge of the boat. Yeah, what's, uh, what's the line of dialogue for that? Um, oh, well, he just <laughs> he comes out, he comes out of the water, sticks his head up, and he goes, uh, I can't actually remember what he says, but he comes up and he speaks like Jabba Jaws. As, uh, <laughs> but a slightly more camp version Jabba of Jabba Jaws. Jabba Jaws. Okay, I get the feeling this uh, Chinese democracy oh, isn't going to be ready for a few more years. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh, we, we, we almost had it. We were so close, but I suppose um, I thought they've been close hundreds of times as well. No, I, I would have thought more of a voice like Kit from Knight Rider. Would have, <laughs> oh, that'd uh, be nice. Done for the shark. Uh, hello, John. G'day, guys. Mate, uh, what's your Chinese democracy? Uh, we painted our bedroom and stuck one of those self-adhesive freezers on it. Oh, it yeah. Started to, it started to peel off, so I bought some glue to glue it back on about nine months ago. Yeah. It's just sort of slowly working its way off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> working its way. Mm. Uh, what's what, a, a, a fancy freeze? What, what is it? Oh, that's like a border that you stick up the top. Oh, near the over yeah, very pretty, very mm. pretty. Yeah, it's, mm. anything can be a Chinese democracy, really. <laughs> we had smoke alarms sitting uh, <clears throat> in our corridor at home for about five and a half years before we got round to putting them up. <laughs> yeah. That didn't happen. Well, we really need those, do you yeah. think? In the kitchen, I think, Tony. Yeah. They're coming very handy. <laughs> if you turn the appliances on occasionally. <laughs> I've found the instruction book. a dangerous place. I'm intending to do that very soon. <laughs> Hi, Stuart. Yeah, Ed. How are you, mate? You're a Chinese democracy? Uh, yeah, I was given a, uh, a model truck, a Peterbilt tow truck, when I was uh, 12. And uh, that was in 1975, and it's not finished yet. Oh, what's the, uh, what's the hold-up? Uh, Union know, problems? It was, a, it, was a bit, it was a bit hard when I was little and sort of got put aside. Uh, mm. Mm. I um you know, I dug it out about ten years ago and painted a few more bits and things and then yeah, yeah it just went back in the box and it But other things have happened in the intervening years, yeah. I hope. Obviously oh, you've yeah. had distractions. <laughs> oh that's it. Kids yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. things like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have your own truck, a large one or No. Oh. No. Mm. 
What no, you... no, maybe that was the problem. When I was a kid, I was like, I had a lot of car models. I think the truck was just something I wasn't as interested in as cars. Mm. So. And what do you do for a living, Stuart? I'm a service technician. Oh, <laughs> and what are you servicing? Uh, loading docks and things mm. like that. Ooh, ah. Loading docks for trucks. Yeah. For trucks, yes. And loading, yeah, the loading mm. ramps on truck. yeah. trucks. He's obsessed with trucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. He's <laughs> not going to finish. He yeah, goes yeah. that if he finishes yes. that model, something terrible will happen. That's exactly yes. right. There's something sexual about this uh, thing at, at the root of it. Are you lying down? Has <laughs> <laughs> he talked to us? He's hung up. Oh. Yeah, he's got oh. some urgent work to do in the dock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Steve. How good are you guys? How are you going? Uh, good, thanks, mate. What if you, uh, what's your Chinese democracy? Um, it's actually my will. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a pain, isn't it? You do it yourself, do you? Yeah, well, my wife got the kits about um, five years ago. I think mm. she, I'd, watch, I'd watch it, Steve. Hey. I would watch that wife of yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she's the one that keeps reminding me to do it, actually. Jeez, and does she ever make you a cup of tea? Uh, really and then go, no, like don't that. drink that one. Yeah. <laughs> drink this slightly almond-tasting one. <laughs> no, 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 rarely. I'm always doing it. <laughs> Are you leaving us any stuff? Um, what, forget this? Yeah. Oh, what would you like? Oh, three-pack of CDs wouldn't go astray. <laughs> three-pack, yeah, I'll throw them your way. <laughs> well, thanks, Steve. Well, no, hurry up and finish that will, and uh, Steve's wife, yeah. know, slip him a mickey. Uh, <laughs> Sex and death. That calls so far. Really? Sex mm. and death. We'll mm. get to the rest of that. What mm. what comes after sex and death normally? Quite <laughs> credits? Crikey. Um, that's <laughs> all there is, isn't it? No, nah, we'll find something else to pad out the show <laughs> next. Get this. I don't think it's appropriate behaviour for anybody. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Dave Graney is here. And I should mention we've got a second podcast going up already today. Brilliant. I think we're going to have two a week this year, Ed. At that rate, we'll have uh, heaps by the end of the year. That's true. Well done. Well observed. <laughs> you get into the oh, podcasting, Dave. That was an action-packed uh, conversation. <laughs> it man. certainly was. I'm exhausted. <laughs> you, uh, the vocabulary. Oh, oh, thank you. I was distracted by a tree outside, so <laughs> I wasn't really listening to what Tom was saying. <laughs> it does happen, but no, podcasting's what we're into. Do you... You should have your own podcast. Mate. I do. Oh, like, that's I a do good like, idea. I do like the uh, Get This podcast. It's very good. 40 minutes... Just comedy, mm. and occasionally, um, you know, a bit too much about our cape obsession at the moment. I think mm. nah. it's going to have to be cut out. Nah, mm. nah, 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 nah. But, but you know, there's no ads, there's no songs. You had the caftan last year, yeah, mm. didn't you? That certainly took off. Mm. And right, now, yes. winter caftans have become fashionable. The poncho mm. is back this year. Mm. I saw that. You see that, Dave? I thought it was Hi. the shift this year, or is that more for the ladies? <laughs> What's the shift? <laughs> shift. Mm. A shift is a, a dress that's. Not brought in at the waist, I oh, think. Okay, we'll do that is next that, year. Is that why? What? What is that? It's a shift, Ed. Yeah. So it's all one. Yeah. What's going on? It's important to know. We've had it's so not, like a not, cylinder. It's not girls wear. It. Oh, it's like a cylinder of clothes. Yeah. yeah. It's not flattering. Oh. Well. But it will be back. The capral ball. That's what people want. <laughs> that's what Tim's suggesting. Tim's onto it. Uh, Jeff Capes, of course, was the Commonwealth Games shot put champion in 1974 and 1978. We yep. talked about him the other day. He's now a magistrate. He'd be a good ambassador. And a well-known breeder of budgerigars. <laughs> oh, <coughs> we're a cape all day. Though. Writes Mark Butler. Ed <laughs> will love his site complete with bird gallery. Yeah, if your name's Jeff Capes, you can wear a cape all day. That's exactly yeah, that's right. right. Then the winner would be the capo, the tutti capo. Oh, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. John Goober Clark. Any when chance it, that when he donned the cape? Any chance that the M's will spring for us to have a uh, 
a Birdman rally tone? <laughs> Even I, a small one? I get the feeling not. Ed thinks big. So what if we okay straight to the big production? Yeah, if we what if our sponsor if yeah. we if we if we then if we got a sponsor yeah. what if we could tie him in? He's the Terry Gilliam of radio. He <laughs> is. You're Terry. always over budgeted, Cavalli. Uh, a lot of people are suggesting new months. Uh, somebody here wants us to do Frovember. That's a long way off, but Ryan will give it our best shot. Yeah, yeah, I fair think enough. it's time for some music, and we'll be back with uh, some patriotism to oh. wind up the show next. On get this. Excellent. Oh, look, that's a bit unnecessary. <laughs> thank you, Rolling Stones. Dave Graney, thank you for sitting in for the whole hour. Oh, thank you, Tony. What projects have you got on the ball for 2007? Is that show Point Blank coming back? I'm doing Point Blank in, uh, Point Blank in Adelaide in June. Oh, that's, that's some uh, advanced sizzle. It's my 19th century show with no mics and amps and that thing. But uh, I'm going to Sydney to play at the Spanish club there in uh, 16th February. It's lovely. Mm, joint nice. in um, Liverpool Street. Is that the place they discovered just kind of didn't have a liquor licence, but yeah. no one had ever asked them? Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't. Best I don't not know. discussed on here, <laughs> I would have thought. No, it probably wasn't, but there was somewhere in Sydney around that <laughs> Spanish area. <laughs> That's a good probably. It was great. Just no one had asked them. They'd been open for years. <laughs> oh. That's anyway, what Sydney's like. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Just hand them a brown paper bag yeah. full of soiled bills and they're happy. <laughs> bills. If it's in Melbourne, it'd be, you know, shotgun in the face. Really? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorted. Hmm. Dave, what are your uh, assessments of uh, the songwriting skills of Amanda Vanstone? You must have seen that over the weekend. Six years to write us a new anthem to the tune <laughs> right, yeah. of Land of Hope and Glory. Yeah. Yeah, well... Um, Sheesh. I don't know. They all get away, the uh, the uh, the gangsters from the coalition government. They fly <laughs> away after all the terrible things they do. Peter Reith, what was he rewarded with for his <laughs> the amount of lies he told? And, uh, he was rewarded with some post in the UK as well, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm, thinking a gig, I'm thinking of a gig where it's Reith, Vanstone, Grainy. <laughs> <laughs> hey? RVG. RVG. It could be fantastic. But, you know... I, I, I did hear that song. I, I find that, that sort of cloying patriotism mm. distasteful for me, Tony. I am a man of the world. Well, we've uh, <laughs> we've tried to top I it. I believe in humanity. I yes. don't reckon it was Aussie enough. That was its problem. It wasn't Australian enough. Always my She's problem. She's used a things. British song. She's used Land of Hope and Glory. Yeah. She's basically done it five times. Yeah. So we had a go on yesterday's show, and mm. this is the new Spear Australian Anthem.
Tony, I'm crying. Oh, look, there's a new CD with your name and Claire Moore's name on it. It's called Keeping It Unreal. Oh, yes. That has got to be obtained She'll by... She'll get the... Claire in next time. Yeah. yeah. have Claire. Yeah. She likes her. She's like a concept. She likes an edge of mystery. Next time. She'll be in. Uh, and our key phrase today, I'm afraid it was, the sound of an unnecessary water-wasting colonic irrigation. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds of a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> a fitting end, and we'll be back tomorrow with Andrea Powell. Yeah. And it's all thanks to, as yet, nobody. <laughs>